0: All right, everyone, welcome to tonight's episode of the Hot Widows Club podcast. I'm Crystal, the hot widow of Eric. And with me tonight, I have the most beautiful, spectacular Allie. <laughs> Hello. Hot widow of Ross. And uh, let's see, it's Monday night. It's late. We're recording. I forgot that we were recording tonight. So Allie showed up at my house to pick me up. <laughs> my chariot waiting me. And I, uh, I'm i like, shit, I'm not all about to go drop a kid off. So, could be pretty disjointed this evening, but Allie, will do We're her good. best to it's keep part it of our
1: together. life. That's who yeah. we are. That's who we are. Maybe that's part of widowhood. I think it is, especially with kids.
0: It's like, yeah, I have to tell you, I found something new in my life that is uh, really freaking amazing.
1: Okay, what is it? So, for the
0: first like eighteen months after Eric died, I thought I had to do it all by myself, and I was doing it. All by myself, every day, all day. I had friends who would, you know, help out and be a part of it. But I never really, like, got time to myself. And so I've been sending my kids to my in-laws for the weekend. Wow. It's amazing.
1: Yes, that sounds nice.
0: It's the best feeling I've ever had. So any of you widows, widowers out there, if you're trying to do it all on your own, Like Allie. Like Allie and keeping (laughs) those cute little pumpkins right by your side the entire time.
1: Yeah. A break feels really good. So. Yeah. I am excited for our trip. What trip is that, Allie?
0: Tell the the listeners about that.
1: (laughs) So I decided, just like Crystal said, I need a break. I need to get away. I need to just get away from everything but not Crystal, of course. So Crystal's coming with me. Yeah, I'm um, arm candy. <laughs> yes.
0: I'm a piece of meat.
1: Sexy one at that.
0: Uh, I'm not a piece of meat.
1: No, you're not. Did so? Can you say your coworker laughed at that?
0: So, <laughs> well, one of my coworkers said, Allie's trying to get you to go on a date like
1: you're a piece of meat. Oh, <laughs> okay. I'm not. It's supposed to be funny. I'm not. <laughs> Well, anyways, I am not. No, she's <laughs> I, would not. Never, I would never do that to you. My girl's
0: never treated me that way. She no. treats me like a lady.
1: No, I always. Uh, but we're going to go to Zion National Park in two weeks. I can't wait. I am so excited. I'm excited
0: for the air. I'm excited for the energy. I'm excited to be with you. Yes. I absolutely love the people that we're going with. That's cool. Um, Yes. They're really sweet. Mm -hmm. So Allie has also said we're also going to do one wild night in Vegas. So Widow's Gone
1: Wild. I just have been feeling like I, you know, trapped a little bit because I am somewhat that I can't. Get away I need to be better about letting My kids spend the night at my parents house I haven't done that and I think that would help me out a little bit But this is the first step Forward with that and so we're gonna go We're gonna fly into Vegas We're gonna drive to Zion We're gonna hike for a couple days And then drive back To Vegas and spend one night In Vegas and Crystal's in charge Of what we're doing Oh boy Um, (laughs) Woo, ow. <laughs> That's a shock.
0: <laughs>
1: so we'll see Ooh. what happens. Boy, um, Crystal is not a Vegas gal. Like, I'm more of a country road. I know, but isn't that why you said we're going to go to um, New York? New York. Yeah, but the bar where you like dance on the tables.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, but I thought that was what you wanted. <laughs> That's why I planned it. But it's a country bar. It is a country bar, yeah.
1: I'm more of a gravel road
0: kind of gal. Yet
1: you wear heels almost every single day.
0: (laughs) Doesn't say I don't go home and toss on my... Yeah,
1: I don't know. I mean,
0: I am excited for Vegas too. Like I can't wait for... I've never experienced that in my entire life. I think it'll be fun.
1: Mm -hmm. What are you going to wear?
0: Ooh, my tightest dress for sure. I can't imagine a day where I don't. And my heels, I'm sure. (laughs) I definitely am not wearing cowboy jeans and cowboy boots. I can tell you that.
1: Yeah, no, I don't know. I need to figure
0: my outfit out. I might wear those cute little white cowboy boots that I have, though. Have you seen those? I got them on the anniversary sale.
1: No, I don't think I have. Yeah. I saw your tall ones, your red tall cowboy boots. You have seen those, yes. Those are perfect for Husker games.
0: They are. I should wear that for our next Husker game. Yeah. Uh anyways, so that's coming up and that's going to be a big part of our journey because I think Ali and I'll get a chance to really reflect there.
1: Yeah, I we've talked about being in nature how that just centers us and I cannot wait. I've been craving the mountains since Colorado. Oh my
0: gosh, I'm with you. And I
1: am so excited to go hiking with you, to just fresh air, be outside all day. No kids. No kids. We're going to be in an Airbnb together. It's just going to be so fun. And I cannot wait to share it all with you. If you guys have any tips on Zion, if you've been there before and you're like, oh, go here, go there, trails, whatever, send it to our Gmail.
0: Yeah. At hot widows club podcast at gmail.com.
1: Yes, please. We'll be sure to share updates on our social media, uh, Instagram and Facebook. So check it out.
0: I can't wait for that. Now that we have social media, we can definitely share some instant.
1: Mm -hmm. Some live updates. Yeah.
0: That's going to be cool.
1: Yeah. I know. Widows Gone Wild. Yes.
0: (laughs) Widows in the wild. (laughs) That's what our podcast should be. Widows in the wild. Going wild. I love it. We should have shirts made. We have shirts made. We do have shirts made, but we should have one that say like, Widows Gone Wild in the wild. (laughs) <laughs> didn't your sister make the last mm-hmm. ones? okay will you make them again maybe let me see what i can do okay but yeah that's a fun idea if anyone else has great t-shirt ideas please send those t-shirt ideas to our gmail account or on our social media account
1: yeah maybe we'll make a t-shirt that says i'm not a piece of meat
0: what else got wild i'm not a piece of meat <laughs> That's a great idea.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So if you have any favorite quotes from us, maybe we'll make start making t-shirts. Oh, man. They'd all be crystal quotes, though.
0: Yeah, I don't think that's true. Yes, I do. (laughs) Uh, So that's coming up in two weeks. Super, super excited about that. Carpool, I don't have any real updates on that. It's been going really good. Still not driving a minivan. Still never doing that. Nope. Uh, I think we need to update the audience on my big news. Oh, yeah. What I'm so excited about. We have had
1: so many questions on that. (laughs)
0: Yeah. And I really wish that it was like more. I don't know if the general population is going to be as excited about it as I am. But I have decided to. Join the local chapter of the Nebraska Leukemia and Lymphoma Society uh, as a member of the leadership team to really fight and advocate for leukemia and blood cancer awareness in the Midwest. And so I'm really excited about this new opportunity that I get to embark on. It's an opportunity for me to keep Eric alive in everything that I do. And so I'm really, really stoked to pledge my advocacy to this organization, which is so amazing and it's It's so exciting
1: Mm -hmm. that is awesome yeah you're gonna kill it I hope so I'm so proud of you thank you I just I'm so proud of you I've never done that before for new listeners maybe maybe share why this is important maybe they haven't listened to your episode
0: yeah so if you guys don't know my husband died from leukemia and so he had MDS um, high grade MDS which he underwent a stem cell transplant, and then it came back roar rip, roaring bad as AML. And then we basically had no chance of fighting this AML, but we fought with every. He fought so hard. I walked alongside him, and he did not succeed in his journey. And so um leukemia affected our family, really really freaking bad and so i think that this is a good chance for me to advocate for the cause but it also the leukemia and lymphoma society also has many programs available for someone who is experiencing blood cancers Mm -hmm. and some of their programs that were available were for eric and i like they offer a copay assistance program which we're able to take advantage of and so when you have all these medical bills and you have a society that helps out with those types of medical bills, it's really comforting to know that of anything else you have to worry about, medical bills are not a looming thing. And so we were really blessed to be able to use that option with the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. And I wanna be able to give back to them in so many different ways.
1: Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, thank you. How did, do you know why Eric got leukemia? Or how, like, how did it develop? I don't know. Is it a genetic thing? It's not genetic. Okay.
0: Everything that I've read says leukemia is not genetic. It is environmental. And unfortunately along the green belt, there's some pretty high cases of blood cancers. And so not exactly sure why or what contributes to that, but it's definitely higher against in rural agricultural areas. Oh, wow. Yeah.
1: So this is an exciting journey for me. Yeah, very. To be will a you part of something keep updating bigger. us on that? Yes, of course I will. That's very exciting news. We should all clap for Crystal right now. Okay, do it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all of you. <laughs> and I know most of the listeners, so I'll be asking if you clap for me. <laughs> Actually, send a video into our Instagram page of you clapping for us. Yeah, and I'll post it. <laughs> uh, so that's my super exciting news. So two things coupled together: and pledging my allegiance to the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society as a member of their leadership team, and then Allie has so graciously accepted my invitation to begin a scholarship fund for oh, yeah. kids in Nebraska who have lost a parent due to cancer.
1: And we've talked about maybe we we'll just mention it on here, but we were thinking about doing a golf tournament next year Yep. to maybe fund the scholarship that we can set it up. So if anybody's willing to help us with that, we would love any and all help.
0: Yeah, we have no idea what we're doing.
1: No, Uh, but we want to do a golf tournament. Yes. On several reasons. Ross loved golf and I've always wanted to do that. And then that will be a way for us to get donations for the scholarship. Mm -hmm. So that's two reasons. What's your reason, Crystal? <laughs>
0: that's it. I don't have, you <laughs> okay. said for several reasons. Okay, well, two. Okay, there you two, go. got it. Okay. Eric also loved golf. Well, there's three. And I also think that's a great way for us to fund the scholarship. Jeez. So there's four. Jeez Louise, <laughs> <laughs> you're killing me. <laughs> okay, so that's our that's our goals for next year. I do have to update the audience on my passport goal because I never set a goal that yes. I can't meet. You're putting me to
1: shame. I only have one left. I know, but I just have so many goals left and it's uh, October. Listen, I set four goals.
0: That's it. (laughs) I don't do anything more, anything less. But the passport goal, I am pushing out because apparently in 2023, you are going to be able to do the renewal online, Oh, wow. And as a widow who doesn't have time to pack up all these kids and go down to the post office and get through all this paperwork, I need to be able to do it online. Okay. So I might be pushing that out until early 2023 when that service is available.
1: So all of your kids already have passports? No, they don't have them. Okay. I need to renew mine and get them. But you theirs. can do theirs like the new ones online. I think so. So, not just renewals. I think so. I like think you can do it wow. all online. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I need to do hankies. Does Gus have one? Uh-huh. Oh, wow. He's a world traveler already, huh? <laughs> sure is.
0: We <laughs> <laughs> can stud that kid. <laughs> Change in
1: seasons. Ugh, gag me. Yeah. I feeling kind of sad with this change in seasons Mm -hmm. i don't know if those that are grieving as well feel like the change brings up so many so many emotions and fears and the summer was so great especially july crystal and i've talked about that how it was sunshine just sunshine is so good for the soul yes and i am dreading this winter i am
0: too we have to get away more often. We need to make a commitment to go skiing.
1: Yeah. I would love to go skiing.
0: We need to get to a warm place too.
1: Yeah. The untrue. thing
0: about skiing is that when you get into Colorado, like it is still sunshine.
1: Just being outside, yeah. I think is good. Mm-hmm. And, and the problem that I have in the winter as I think most people is that you get, you're stuck inside. I feel more trapped in the winter. I feel more alone. Yes. Yes. Trapped. Trapped and alone. And it's a horrible feeling and I'm dreading it because in the summer I just felt like we were somewhat free. I wasn't, I I still had a million responsibilities, but we were outside and it was just, we're sweating and, you know, doing all the fun stuff outside. And when you're inside, you feel more alone. At least I do. Yep.
0: I feel more alone too inside. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, and trapped in the winter time because I don't want to go out. I don't want to go to the store. In the summertime, when I was like, "Okay, I don't have anything to do. What can I do?" I'd be like, "Oh, I'll go to the grocery store. I need to go grab some things." Like, it's so easy just to go and do it. And I can walk to the store. I can ride my bike to the store. I can drive to the store. In winter, it's just dark and black and muddy mm-hmm. and snowy mm-hmm. and trapped. So, we should stop painting such an ugly picture of what winter's going to be like because we have a lot of people who are probably not as sad about winter as we are.
1: Do you think? I'm sure. I don't know. Winter's just hard for me. Me too. It blows I, balls. I just dread the. Ross would always do our snow plowing, and I just like, I get anxious thinking about that. Last winter, thankfully, Somebody helped us out above and there wasn't a lot of snow, but I feel yeah. like this year is going to
0: be I'm a beast shoveling snow. I mean, have you seen my gun? Yeah,
1: you you have amazing guns. I do not. I have like twigs over here and I, can't I will barely shovel, shovel your driveway. No. You've seen my driveway. <laughs> I will drive over
0: there and I will shovel your driveway for you. I'll Thanks. never let you get stuck. Thanks. Yeah. Eric taught me well. I think I've told this. I've know on the like the very first episode of the podcast. I feel like we talked about this because it was still winter. Eric was the guy that was out there with a broom and a dustpan. If there's a flake of snow on his driveway, oh yeah, he was removing it.
1: Yeah, same with Ross. He was like excited. Yes,
0: he was. Like Eric was crazy about that stupid driveway. So I just wonder what this year will be like.
1: Stay tuned. Yeah,
0: yeah. changing seasons is tough and losing light doesn't help. So I've been really right. tired and way more sad. In fact, I was telling Allie, and I know I've talked on here before, so I'll just c- continue to talk about this journey with my wedding ring. So my wedding ring means so much to me, and I don't know why. I'm sure there's everyone's got something that just means the world to them, but that symbolized our marriage to me, and it was it was who we were, and he loved it, and I loved it. And so taking it off was really hard. That was a huge step. When people ask, you know, what was the hardest thing? It was taking my wedding ring off and accepting that. It was probably one of the most pivotal moments in acceptance for me as well. So every morning I look at that wedding ring. It sits right by my kitchen sink. Mm-hmm. And I text Allie. I'm like, I want to put my ring on today. And I just, I'll be like, I didn't. But what day was it last week, Al? Do you remember?
1: It was Thursday.
0: Yeah. So last Thursday I'm getting ready and I'm standing by the kitchen sink. I look down, there's Eric looking at me, my big, huge picture of him. I put my ring on and I'm like, I'm not taking it off. I'm not taking it off today. And I wore it and I wore it all day long and it felt great. And I came home from work like I always do. And I took it off and I haven't wanted to put it back on. Oh. I just needed a day. Yeah. And sometimes in this widowhood journey, you just need a day. You need to feel him. You need to feel your marriage. You need to feel what you had. And that's okay. You can't be afraid of the past. It's going to come back into your, your present, no matter how different your present is. But that was hard. Yeah. That did. I'm glad you called me. I did. I had to call Allie and tell her about it.
1: Yeah. It was a big moment. Yeah, it was.
0: But that is part of the changing seasons. It's just, it's a deep, deep feeling inside of you that just reminds you of things.
1: Yeah, that's also a reminder of just the cold coming. And I remember there's something about being cold that is so lonely as well. And we talked about that on the first episode that when you're sad and you're grieving, your body temperature tends to be colder. And so feeling sunshine on you when you are, cold inside is I don't know it just helps so much yeah so having the colder temp just brings back a lot of emotions it brings back a lot of feelings it brings back a lot of memories that I'm scared about
0: Mm-hmm. besides us moving if anyone has any suggestions for us to get our sunshine this winter we'd love to hear about it we'd love to hear about your destinations to send us I heard about a widow who left her job In Omaha, actually. And like, just was, I'm done with this. And moved to a foreign country, like somewhere super southern. Like Belize or something. Wow. I know. Isn't that cool? Yeah, you go, girl. I'm not afraid to try that. I am afraid to try it. Otherwise, I would have done it by now. (laughs) Who am I kidding? Call me out on my shit. (laughs) I wouldn't really do that. I don't know. I After this winter, I'm truly really making some serious decisions because if I can't get through another winter, I don't know if I can handle it again.
1: I know. That's why I'm 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 scared for us. I wish I could comfort you, but I'm scared too. Like our relationship? No, just the feeling of going through winter and being so incredibly sad. Yeah. We're gonna spend more time together. Yeah. You can move in. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm not afraid to move in with you. And <laughs> that you do not need to call me out on. That I would seriously do. <laughs> I'd take care of you forever, baby. Oh, will
1: you cook for me? <laughs> of course. You know I would. <laughs> Thank you. I
0: made dinner last night for my dad and uh, stepmom. And I hadn't cooked a meal in a really long time. I mean, Really? That surprises roast. me. Yeah. Not a big meal like this. It was a pot roast, mashed potatoes and gravy, green beans. I just haven't done that in a long, long time. My kids don't eat
1: that much. Yeah.
0: But that felt kind of good again. That was one of Eric's favorite meals. That
1: sounds delicious. Yeah. And now I know what to cook for you. I'll eat anything that's hot. Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Got it. I'm pretty picky about that. So just because I don't eat that.
1: Yeah. Well, when you're um, eating cold pizza and mac and cheese all the time, like I, <laughs> I'll eat anything. <laughs>
0: Uh, so I got to tell you a funny story about body by tray, which is something that I have to bring up on the podcast because it's really kind of important in it just hit me in a way that was like, I I'm taking life advice from my personal trainer, but, uh, I guess he knows what's up. So I told him that I was going to go shopping as you guys know, I love to shop and I said, I'm going to meet my best friends and we're going to go to my favorite boutiques and my absolute favorite boutique in the entire world, huge shout out is Four Sisters Boutique in Omaha. Totally awesome. Anything you guys see on Instagram is generally from Four Sisters. And anytime I, anytime you see me, something is from Four Sisters because my very dear friend owns it. And she does a wonderful job of maintaining this perfect boutique in Omaha. Cool stuff. But I wanted to try a different boutique just to see if what they had called Be Yourself. And I told Trey I was going to go to be yourself. Who else would you be besides yourself? (laughs) And I was thinking about that. And I'm like, yeah, like, who else would you be? Right. Like, (laughs) you should really just be yourself. And I think as a part of my widowhood journey, that kind of talks about, like, last week, we talked about this, too. And we talk about, like, who would judge us for what we say or do. And both you and I were like, no one. Like there's no one in our lives Mm-mm. who judges us for who we are and what we do. We are free to be ourselves. Yes. And that's a really cool feeling. I think we need to embrace that. That's true. Because as widows, there is no rule book. There is no playbook. I think about like who would say like, oh, Crystal, you're not doing this right. No one. And if they did, they're just not in our lives. Like, bye. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> we're done here. <laughs> But I haven't even had to do that
1: because I don't have anyone in my life who would do that. Yeah. We can both admit there's people that have left our lives. Yes. Through this journey. Yes. I've lost friends. Yes. You've lost friends. Yep. It's because they can't hang with the new crystal, the new alley, the grief. It's hard. And that's okay. We don't need to be friends with everybody.
0: As you're navigating widowhood, though, as you're navigating major changes in your life, whether that be divorce or widowhood or separation or all of these things, I think think about being yourself and being around people who accept you for who you are and the decisions that you have made in your best interest. You know, the first few months of me being a widow, I didn't know what to do. I didn't know how I was supposed to act or how I was supposed to behave. And you read all these things that say, don't make big changes and don't do this or do this and don't do that or whatever. But the most important thing is to just be yourself, maintain the integrity of who you are. I've had people say to me over the past few weeks, I've said, I think this is what Eric would want for me. And some people have said, stop thinking about what Eric wants for you. Like at this point, Crystal, think about what you want for you. You already know what he wants for you. Like, Stop using that as a crutch. That's a good point. I know. And that really resonated with me to think about what do I want? What do I need? And I already know I made him happy. I mean, all I got to do is a wiggle and a shake in the closet. (laughs) And he'll forgive me. But I have to live a life where he remains a big part of it and is always a part of me and the kids. But it's about me now. It's about me and the kids. I have to figure that out. So big thoughts here tonight. Live your life for you. Be motivated by your loved one, whoever that may be. But live your life for you. Be yourself. Don't be anyone else. Amen. Amen to that, (laughs) sister. (laughs) What else do we have to update the audience on this evening? I totally forgot about that Body by trade comment.
1: Yeah. I mean, I can update things that are going on in my life. So this, I know I said I wouldn't talk about really what's going on with my kids, but I will, this is a big one. So I'm nervous for Zion with a big piece of this is my kids. And I've noticed that, and I've talked about it on here before, my youngest has separation anxiety and I think it's very common at his age and I've we've just been dealing with that but there were two big things that happened and it's like the universe is talking to me yeah so we went to a birthday party maybe I don't know three weeks ago and at this birthday party I was talking to a very sweet couple and They were talking about what they do for a living. And one of them was a child psychologist, just randomly. Um, And he was talking to me about what he does for a living. And I was like, oh my gosh. So I just picked his brain on everything related to what's going on. And he was like, gave me some great suggestions. And I was so blessed with running into him. And then we were at a football game, um, Gus's football game. And randomly uh, one of the moms that we were sitting next to that I have no idea, I've never met before. She asked me what I do for a living. And so I explained, and then I, in return, asked what she does for a living. And she works for play therapy here in Omaha. Mm -hmm. And so within a week, I had these two. I felt like signs of okay. I maybe I need to do something mm-hmm. about this. And so we've been going to play therapy, and it's been good so far. And I'm hoping to get some some good tools before I leave for Zion, so I'm not worrying about this the whole time. But I just thought it was really cool that I like two people just like literally just. I ran into. That's awesome. I mean, what
0: are the chances? That's a sign that you needed to be doing what you're doing.
1: Right. It's, it's like, I feel like Ross is still taking care of us. Yeah. He's like, okay, this, because I struggle with, am I doing the right thing? I ask myself that all the time. Am I doing the right thing for our kids? Cause Ross always had the right answer. Damn guy like was always right. How do you know
0: that though? Because He's not here now to know that he would be right or wouldn't be right.
1: No, but he would be, I would be able to bounce ideas off of him and he knows our kids. And so I felt like he just always had good ideas. So I'm like, wow, he's bringing this to me and this is what I need to do. And it's, it's been working. Or maybe you're doing it.
0: Maybe you are strong enough, the most amazing Intuitive beautiful person you're doing this maybe it's not Ross maybe it's you yeah maybe i don't know thanks crystal i really mean it al
1: it's really you you're doing great i'm trying i'm trying i want to be like you someday don't be up. like
0: me <laughs> do not <laughs> don't make that your goal
1: um i'm not doing that well what else Guess is up for you let's see so I'm giving therapy a try again. Oh, cool. Yeah. I'm seeing somebody new. Good. We'll see how that goes. The jury's still out. I've, I've only seen him once, but so far he seemed nice. There was one thing that really resonated with me, and I wonder if people think this, so I'm just going to say it, but we were talking about how Ross passed away and the that he had colon cancer. And this the first thing he said to me after I said that he passed from colon cancer, he goes, Oh, he let it go. And I go, what do you mean? He let it go. And he's like, colon cancer is really preventable. He didn't go to the doctor. He let it go. And I'm like, um, no, (laughs) I was like, he one could never get a colonoscopy. He, he was diagnosed at 35, Mm -hmm. had no signs. And The thing about colon cancer is that you can have it for, it's a very slow growing cancer. Mm. And so the doctor said that it probably started when he was like 27, 28 years old. If you can imagine that. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I'm explaining this to um, the new therapist and he's like, oh, you're absolutely right. I'm so sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, I wonder if other people think that. I'm like, Ross did not let it go. He would never do that to Mm -hmm. us. And so I just want to clarify that to the audience. Like Ross had no sign, like there were no symptoms that would have led him to go to the doctor to get this checked out. Yeah. So I just wanted to share that. Thanks for sharing that. It's important. I think that is,
0: it's really important to share, especially as you go through the cancer journey because oftentimes people will say, well, why didn't you go to the doctor sooner? Like Eric, why didn't you go to the doctor sooner when you were short of breath, you know, a month before you went to the doctor? It wouldn't have changed anything, first of all. And you know what? Our journey is our journey. Your journey is your journey. Some people may let it go and some people may not. But the reality is, like, it's everyone's individual journey, right? hmm So. And Ross had no symptoms beforehand.
1: No. And I just... um And why can't you do a colonoscopy until you're 50? Like, I don't understand. Well, it's 45 now, but uh, I don't know that that's just in order to get it covered by insurance. You have to be 45. Mm. And so, yeah, he would have, I mean, he was diagnosed at 35. So we should write them a strongly worded letter.
0: I'm super into letters. Hey, my pen pal has been writing me letters and she told me that she doesn't want to be rude, but she will never listen to a podcast. She doesn't trust the internet.
1: (laughs) That's okay.
0: Yeah. So she'll never listen to us, which is sad because she's a wonderful, wonderful person. If I don't get a letter from her, like every two weeks, I get seriously worried about what's going on in her life. She's the constant for me. She's pretty steady.
1: Yeah. You've talked about her not writing you back and you were worried about her. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But thankfully I got the letter, which is nice. Let's see. What else do we have tonight, Allie, that we want to update the audience on? My um, bedroom remodel. We I talked about that on the first episode. That shit is still going on? It's not done yet, Um, but it's almost done, and I will share maybe photos on here. I don't know. Probably not, but I... It's one, a sacred space. <laughs> it's a sacred space. I probably <laughs> won't.
0: I've never been invited in there before.
1: Uh, I'll show you. But one of the things that's really cool that has been added, my interior designer is so sweet. So she took a letter that Ross had written me. Ross wrote me a ton of letters and I have them all and they're like gold to me. Mm-hmm. And so she took one of the letters and... um blew it up onto like a canvas and it's hanging in my room oh my god yeah she just hung it this week and yeah instant. how sweet i know i know so whenever i'm feeling low i like look at that letter and it does it has been bringing me comfort good
0: that's a really special thing yeah that's super cool
1: yeah, it is really cool.
0: I'm really jealous. Eric did not write me letters or sing me songs. Like Luke. Like Luke. <laughs> I mean, That's he,
1: okay. He gave you a video.
0: He did give me a video. He gave me three wonderful children. I get to live vicariously through every single day. But I don't have any of that stuff. I wish I did. It's okay. Yeah. Uh. Nothing new in my life. I mean... I think, other than like one thing, I guess I should tell you about.
1: Okay, what's that?
0: A boy asked me on a date. What? <laughs> and I said, yes. Crystal. Oh my gosh, that's exciting. I know. <laughs> so, that's huge news. Yeah. So, when are you going to go? I don't know. More to come on that. Who is this? I'm not telling you. <laughs> so a secret. But you're telling me on the ride home. <laughs> I think that is gonna be weird.
1: So that is huge. Yeah. Are you sure you're ready for that? I
0: don't know. About to find
1: out. Oh my gosh. It just got really hot in here. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's exciting.
0: Yeah. So we'll talk more about that maybe on our next episode.
1: Wow. Yeah. Are you sure you want to end on that?
0: Yeah, we're ending on that. Oh,
1: my goodness. Okay, well, stay tuned. Every week, it's like stay tuned for Crystal updates.
0: It's like a TV show up in here. Like a movie. (laughs) Made for TV. Good night, audience. We love you. Oh,
1: my gosh. I'm sweating. (laughs) Bye.